The thing, the thing he's on. The thing he's on. Right, hurry up then. Me. Come on. <sighs> I'm here. It's on, I think. Is the music playing? Ah, to be ten seconds to do that. Oh, maybe just that. I think. <laughs> I don't know where we're at anymore. We're not starting <sighs> properly today. You've just left that camera like lying out. That's a pure hazard in my house. Mi casa su casa, you know. That's what it is. No, it's less. Not less. It's less that, and just more. I'm already aware that it might be broken, and I'm just going to be paranoid for the next fucking hour, however long we talk for. Oh, well, I'm going to leave for that. that waiting for you, just kick the shit out. Would well, you know what the difference is? Yeah. I'm not a six-year-old or a two-year-old. <laughs> no, it's, it's going nowhere. You'd have me fooled. I do act like a kid sometimes. Yeah, most. Not very often. We both had <laughs> total opposite. Yeah, apparently you think there. I'm a kid. What the you're, fuck's that all about? You, you child. How? <laughs> you straight up didn't want to do the podcast today because a fucking manager left your football team. You straight up text no, me saying, I, didn't. I am going to kill myself. Yeah, I wanted to do the podcast, but I wanted to also not be alive. <laughs> Very normal, normal reaction to my world crumbling around me. <laughs> not been that bad. I got over it pretty quickly. And then, um, and then you I go got back and I got instantly angry again because <laughs> uh, I realized. Well, we found out that the uh, the ex Celtic manager was coming into the shop to drop off his child, like the one that's just left. Oh, really? Aye, and um, he's never brought his kid in. It's usually his wife. Right. Okay. And but you knew that it was him. Yeah, because his wife phoned up saying, "Oh, they're stuck in traffic." Uh, just to let you know that they're going to be late. Right, okay. Uh, usually I'd bring them in, but it's my husband that's bringing them in. And then Grant came off the phone and told me, and I was like... He couldn't have picked cool. the worst day. This is the worst day. And then my last <laughs> appointment was Scouse. And I was like... Don't. Fucking Scouse rat. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> but no, I go over it pretty quickly. Clearly, I, clearly. No, because you're I rational- so mad. I rationalised it real quickly. Right. If you were being offered more pay... Mm-hmm. Better tools to do the job mm-hmm. and a better standard of life. You've literally just explained my life like three months ago. Yeah, but you would take it. This yeah, is what I mean. I like did. you would take it. So I instantly rationalised. I took the football out of it and went, "All right, aye, aye," because it's just normal. Because and also other way to rationalise it, it's a fucking ball. It is a ball, but also it's something that people get passionate about. As much as you're like maybe not into like sports completely, the passion behind it is definitely there. I mean, I do get into it when I watch it. Like, I sit here exactly. This is what I mean. moan about football. This is what I mean. All, we, did, all we talked about during the summer was the Euros. You came <laughs> to my like... house several times to watch it. You know? Like, there is always going to be that passion in football. And I think that's what makes it so great. Yeah, I'm, I think my problem is just, like, the culture of football that we grew up in was just oh, absolutely. it was it was it was horrible it's just a horrible breeding pick ground pick a side for and stick with it you know yeah <laughs> that, that's it yeah and that's how it is it's like a horrible breeding ground for just like hate intolerance bigotry and I, I ah but they deserve it i don't who them the other side the uh, the underneath don't make me say that. the belows don't make me say that. the upside down don't make me say it not saying it <laughs> i'll pry it out yeah eventually I don't want us to get cancelled for 
Why? Because you're talking shit about a football team, bro. You're talking shit about. You're literally talking shit about a colour. That's what football is to me. It's a colour. Colour. You're talking like, shit. It's like blue or green. Exactly. Like blue or green. Honestly, that's all it was growing up. Because my my. I'm literally wearing all blue, so that's what it is. I'm wearing orange. Somehow, still ties into me. <laughs> no Holland. Well, remember Rangers had that orange kit. No, I in don't. The early 2000s. I don't. I don't. Of course, I fucking <clears throat> don't. Which is obviously like Rangers is tied or like tied it to like the, the orange, the orange order, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they brought like a full orange kit, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's on the nose." And then their statement was. Oh, we have an orange kit to make our Dutch players feel more at home. Was there a Dutch player in the squad? There was loads, I. Was there loads? Giovanni van Bronckhorst. I know him because I played him uh, in FIFA. He is my... He is... All of my eggs are in his basket to be the new manager. I didn't know you could donate your eggs. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Ten grand a pop. Damn, mm-hmm. that's how you pay for that house. <laughs> Thanks, that's exactly how I pay for that house. <laughs> Donating your eggs, baby. Anyway. Uh, right, yes, let's do introductions and then continue to talk. Let's actually say our names this week. Past two weeks, we have not said who we are. You know our names by now, we're nah, famous. Past two weeks. We're famous. We're famous for those ten people. This is episode 36 of Dead End Friends podcast. The podcast where two dudes who don't know anything talk about everything. Um, find us on Instagram at Dead End Friends Podcast where you can hit the wee link in the bio. There's a wee linky link you can hit and it'll take you to our link tree where you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, Only fans. Only fans. There is actually a bit in there to fling us a fiver if you feel like it. Is there actually? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you put that up a couple of weeks ago? Oh, we are such hoos, I love it. <laughs> so if you feel like flinging as a fiver, there's a button there that says fling as a fiver. So we'll take it and then do nothing with it because this, get cost, KFC. this costs us nothing to run. Nah, we'll get KFC. <laughs> between the two of us. Between we'll the two of us. Five pound between the two of us to go get a KFC. I don't even know what that would get you in a KFC. Anyway, my, name, my name is Craig Jemison. And I'm His Gary name, Gordon. You don't like doing it. His like name is Gary Gordon. Told me to do it. <laughs> What shambles? Shambles. What could you get for five bucks in ten KFC? What? Ten hot wings. Ten box of hot wings or ten individual hot wings? Ten individual hot wings. Fifty p a hot wing. Two for a pound. Two, two for, for a pound. pound. That's all right. Nah, it's not bad. I mean, are the hot wings any good? I have never had hot wings from KFC. They're just breaded hot wings. Just chicken wings that are spicy. <laughs> The last you time, write a fucking book, bro. The, the last dis- time your descriptions I, are gorgeous. <laughs> the last time I got KFC, cause you know how much I fuck with KFC. You love, you love, you love a KFC when you're depressed as shit, which I've not been for a while. Which is nice. It's the nice last, to know you've the not last been one KFC. I got was in August. Um, <laughs> when I was no, 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 but I was I didn't enjoy it. I was in Newcastle like the night before I did my theory test. Right. Okay. I was just like saddest situation of all time. <laughs> Watching Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban on like the smallest TV in the world in a hotel room on my own drinking beer. <laughs> I was like, you started off really good with the Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. It's my favourite Harry Potter. And then everything, everything <laughs> after that just turned it so dark and uh, it's dull. Like, that's what I imagine like working away is like, you know, like everyone yeah. like, has like these pictures of working away where you're like oh, I'll, just, I'll go to the local bar I'll have a couple of beers I'll, I'll meet a couple of people yeah, play some pool with some fucking randos and Aye. then 
No, the reality is you're drinking fucking Brooklyn Lager on your own <laughs> with KFC. <laughs> Watch yeah. the fucking it's not, Harry Potter. It's not fucking Seinfeld. You don't just come over, you know? Yeah. I remember my view in the hotel room was like <laughs> a car park. It's like, just another hotel. <laughs> just looking in. All right, mate. Yeah. It was so depressing. But yeah, I didn't fuck with that KFC. Well, that's good. I, I is know it you... good because it was a joyous thing in my life? No, but maybe as <clears throat> well. I mean, it never. Maybe it's just like a trauma food. Like every time I ate it, I thought it tasted good. So maybe because you weren't like in a bad place, particularly, it was was it just because the KFC was like easy to get? Y- yeah. So when I got there, I went to some pub because I knew it did like a bang and roast, mm-hmm. and I just missed the kitchen. Um, so I sat and had a couple of pints and I walked home because I wasn't that far away from it uh-huh. <clears throat> and I was like what the fuck am I going to get I'm not getting a kebab like I would have but my I also <clears throat> would have shat myself <laughs> in my theory <laughs> test like five questions and I'm like oh my god <laughs> try to do the hazard perception I'm test like, I'm, oh you can see your shit just, just coming hazards in. everywhere man hazards don't go for a bump you go for a bump we are done for <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah I just went on Uber Eats and it wouldn't it wouldn't put in the right address for the, for the hotel. Yeah, so I just did whatever it said. Like the address that came up. Uh-huh. And I phoned the driver immediately and I was like, mate, I'm no there. <laughs> Can you just come to the jury's in next to the science centre? <laughs> I'll meet you at the front. Yeah, and it was, I went downstairs and he was there and I was like, okay, all right. Good man. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Do you have beer up in my room? Do you hang out? Do you do anything? <laughs> like, I'm so sad. <laughs> this is the most depressing. Okay, you a really big tip, bro. <laughs> a real big tip. Real big tip. <laughs> I didn't fuck him. I didn't fuck him. <clears throat> you should have. Maybe it would have been a, a better um, time for you. But maybe it is, like, it wasn't, like, a super traumatic or, like, depressive period. You were just like, ah, oh, whatever, it's easy to get. Yeah, So it's like, you're used, to, you're used to eating it when you're, like, so down and, and like out of it or stressed out or whatever full of anxiety and then like this time when you had it and you weren't it was like a different sensation because you weren't feeling yeah you were out, you were feeling th- you were actually feeling feelings whereas anytime you eat kfc you're usually in the feelings blocking out the feelings yeah i do remember i instantly turned off harry potter and i said i can't watch this anymore why uh and then i watched the closing ceremony of the olympics <laughs> got from bad to worse and then I watched the entire second series of I Think You Should Leave on Netflix it's like 20 minute episodes I was just like I don't even know what that is fucking Tim Robbins is that his name the funny guy it's like a sketch show it's really fucking funny I think you enjoy it Tim Robbins I think I, that may not be his name Tim Robbins not the guy from Shawshank Redemption I don't know I've never seen it uh, the guy who isn't Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you know, the white guy. I think, I've never fucking seen it. Tim Robbins. I think you... Oh, it just keeps it opening up the app store. Please stop. Another episode where Gary Googles stuff. Just Googles. <laughs> Tim Robinson. Oh, okay. So who's the guy from... Shawshank Redemption? I'm not Googling that. I don't want Tim, Tim Robbins. I don't want to. <sighs> Tim Robbins. He's also in War of the Worlds. With Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. Oh, <clears throat> this guy just looks. <laughs> he is 
tired. Look at that man. <laughs> yeah, Tim Robbins is definitely the guy from Shawshank Redemption. Ah, okay. Okay. What's this guy done? I don't. I don't know. You brought him up. But I'm telling you, who else is in it? Ah, the TV just show. Cunts that are in it. Ben Schwartz. No. Just people. It's literally just people. Jesus fucking Christ. They're just like shit actors. Like. He has been in. Write a book. Some crap Please, shit. Please. Write a book. Oh, he was in Star Trek. Cool. <laughs> of what? Klingon number 17. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was, broke his neck. He was Ensign Fletcher. Okay. <laughs> Star Trek Lower Decks. Is that a cartoon? I'm not. I'm oh not, my god, dude. I'm not Who Googling that. Who cares? Oh, he's on Who SNL. cares? He's on SNL. Let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on. Football is bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you kicking the ball. What we, What the fuck were we talking about? Being sad and eating KFC. Being sad and eating KFC. But give us a fiver and we'll get ten hot wings. Sounds good, man. Give us two fivers. With twenty. Add in two pound fifty. We'll get gravy. That's the shit. It's fucking right. Shut the fuck up about the wings now. Move on. Do you know what? I don't think I have like a depressed food. I don't think I have something that I'm just like as soon as I'm like sad the fuck out. I'm just like I need, you need this. Hmm. I'd probably go more towards like beverages, not alcoholic. Like see, that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. See when I'm like feeling down, I'm just like I just want. Fizzy juice. Do you know what I mean? I get that too. Maybe it's the sugar then. Possibly. Maybe the sugar but is your thing. That's probably not going to help me because I don't drink sugar fizzy juice. <laughs> All no. my shit is like Pepsi Max or whatever. It's just Zero the, sugar. It's the sweetness. Maximum taste. That's what that is. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Like I said, I, I had actually. Started cutting sugar out a couple of years ago. Not cutting sugar out, but like cutting down on it because of how bad my fucking sugar intake was. Because it was just like every cup of tea, every cup of coffee, every drink. Eight sugars. It was all sugar. I remember it was somebody I used to work with a couple of jobs ago. <clears throat> Her name was Sue. She was the best. She was from fucking the middle of England somewhere. Usually full of cunts, but she was class. Um <clears throat> She proper gave me a hard time because she saw how much sugar I put in my tea one day. <laughs> she looked at me, she was just like, in her fucking weird accent that she had, she was like, Greek? Is that what? Is that sugar? I was like, it's a cup of tea in it. But like, my cups are like, I don't like a lot of tea. Too much tea is shite. Let's be honest, having a cup of tea is nice when it's warm. And it feels like a wee cuddle. Wet see if you have a big fucking... See, see those big fucking Mike Evans size fucking Sports Direct mugs you get? Mike it's e- like, who's Mike Evans? The guy that owns it, is it not? What's the name of the guy that owns it? Mike Ashley. That one. Mike <laughs> Evans. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all of the name wrong, names wrong today. Mike Evans size <laughs> fucking cups. It looks like a fucking house. As soon as you've like drank 10% of that cup, your shit's cold. Yeah, and you've already had enough tea. To cold. So I like like a little mug when I'm having tea. Yeah. But then I was like, 
filling that shit up with sugar. So you had even less tea <laughs> to shoot. Oh my god. And I remember she was just like, no, 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 no. That is a fucking no-go. And I was like, what, I'm young? And she was like, you're not really though. And that was when I realised, shit, I'm not really though. Oh I mean, I was like, <clears throat> how old am I? 28. So I was like 25 when she said it. So ah. I mean, like, that's still young. But it's not young enough to still be able to just go like every yeah. day of your life. As you, as, as you start kind of creeping up in the, in the twenties, you start going right. A fucking family sized bag of Doritos every other night. No, no, no. Maybe we should just bring that down. Yeah. Do you know my issue is? It's beer. I drink too much of the shit. <laughs> Bro, like, you didn't drink it for ten years. No, I know, but now that I Catching do, up. I literally just get home and I crack open a beer and I'm like, maybe don't. That's great. So great, <laughs> I love it. And like we don't have fizzy juice in the house. Uh-huh. Fizzy juice would somehow be worse than the beer, you know. Like it would, it would be. Oh, because it's got other shit in it. Beer's mainly water. Is it? But how, how am I always so fucking hungover? Because water's supposed to be the thing that stops you from being hungover. Are you just doing a thing again where you're just saying shit? No. <coughs> it's got barley in it. Aye, malted barley. Not that makes a difference to barley. <laughs> I don't even know what barley is. I just said it. I have no fucking idea what barley is. Thing. This one's got fruit in it, though, so... It's <laughs> healthy, right? Just because it's called mangoes on the run doesn't mean it has any fruit in it. Well, it doesn't show me the fucking ingredients on the thing. Yeah, the box is over there, though. You're more than welcome to go and get it, but that'll be the I worst. I don't want to move The worst fucking episode of this podcast treat the the ingredients of beer (laughs) (laughs) but definitely since i started drinking again i have noticed that like i've put on weight again right just from drinking beer i reckon yeah because my my diet isn't bad like like, like i said last week i had like that moment where i was just like must go Mm -hmm. must run now Mm -hmm. and i'm at that point again where i'm like oh i must run now so i was gonna run here but i'm obviously still kind of unwell so yeah you got a bad chest. Shouldn't run in the cold. <laughs> like, probably a mistake. Imagine you just phoning me. Craig, Dad, come. I don't know where I am. I'm fucking dying. Come find me. Please. I'll put on my, find my iPhone. Please. <laughs> but. Don't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cut down on how much beer I drink. <clears throat> so, like, I get to a point where I just don't buy it, and I'm like, fucking would love a beer. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So that because prob- that I think that is your problem though is your house always has so much alcohol in it. Yeah. Like I bought because if I don't drink beer, I drink whiskey. Isn't as whiskey? I think beer's worse. It's worse, but, but whiskey it's worse will- for weight. Whiskey is worse for your liver. So yeah, whiskey's worse. You for can't see else. your liver, so whatever. I can't can have see- like I can have like two whiskeys, and then I'm like, I need my bed. Bed tight. Need bed. Need well, bed. that's probably better. Like, I remember, I did that for a wee while where I would, like, drink rum most of the time. Because, like, I mean, I bought four beers knowing you were coming over. Mm. You would not find any other alcohol in this house. Because we just don't drink. Emma doesn't like drinking in the house because she had a shitty childhood with drinking in the house. Mm. So she's not a big fan of it. She doesn't particularly like me drinking in the house. Not that I ever sit in the house and get pissed. That's no. just not... It's not been part of my life. Well, it was for a while, but then somebody told me I had a problem and I had to stop. Um, so there was a point when I was like, a, like switching, like I would buy a bottle of rum because one, it would last longer. Yeah. I know you're paying like fucking, 
I don't know how much a decent bottle of rum is, like 16, 17, 18 pounds to get a nice bottle of rum. Yeah. Your kind of standard off the shelf nice bottle of rum. Mm. And then that would do me for a while, but then you're going to the shop to get beers and you're buying like a fucking a four pack for a fiver. You're buying that every day. Exactly. Eh, all that and the thing is, like, even when I'm drinking beer in the house, I don't drink to get pissed. Yeah, like, that's like, not what I'm ah. doing. Yeah, I'm just having a wee soak down on What's it. that? You're just like a fucking Budweiser advert. But I think it's definitely increased the weight of myself. <laughs> like, Why did you say that like that? <laughs> I'm sick of saying I'm fat. <laughs> like, just, just finding different ways of saying different it. Different so ways of saying it. Myself, I know obviously fat. I've booked that holiday. I'm like, I need to get my beach body ready. I need to look good in that bikini. Like, I'm ready. Right. Doesn't matter. I got a body, I'll be on the beach, that's a beach body, but exactly. I'm just like, you know what it's like, you want to feel good on holiday, you don't Yeah, like... it's about finding... So I'm back, I'm back on that. It's about finding the place in your own head where it's like, because you can get so skewed and, and, and told how to feel, just like, I know we always moan about it and then we go and do it half an hour later, you're like scrolling through the fucking, the mm-hmm. feeds, you're scrolling oh, yeah. through the fucking, the socials, and then... And then you do, you, like that's constantly just feeding into your, into your brain and you're not even thinking about it, it's just going in and then you're just like, it's fucking twirling away like a little fucking witch's brew in your head, right? And then that's all you can think about is like, oh, that is what people like, that's what people are looking for. That's what they're all about. But who cares what, who, who gives a fuck? I need to catch myself a lot doing that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, no, I, I that's do that what too, people like, so that is where I want to be. But then and I, I go, also do, uh-huh. but then I also do that thing where who I go, cares? Oh, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. I want to be, and that yeah, becomes yeah. more important. Yeah. So I'm I'm back on that, which is cool. Yeah. Right. Well, I will be. Not yet. Start tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you can always start tomorrow, baby. As I've lived my life, start tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. All I have now to keep me going is cooking my dinner and war zone. That's pretty much it. Obviously, my family, but outside of that. Cooking and Warzone. Because, like, my diet is pretty shit because I snack. But uh, see, like, my dinners and my lunches and stuff. Mm. See, ever since I found out that I can actually cook. Damn. damn. See some of the dishes I've been making in here? Uh. <laughs> Gonna be opening that fucking dead end restaurant within fucking months, dude. Oh, please. Honestly, see some of the shit I've made in here? I, I have, like, shocked myself. I made, like, the most fucking dynamite salted honey chips tonight salted honey listen to me now i missed the arm of the chair and i nearly fell off <laughs> listen to me now listen to me now if i'm I listening i'm all ears if i hadn't went out and got the kid and burnt them a little bit <clears throat> jamie oliver would be having to watch his back trust me this shit even though they were a little bit burnt bomb I'm so intrigued. Honey, salted honey. Yes. So it was like a like a honey glaze on the chips. Nice sea salt. Oh, you got Over that sea top. salt. I fuck with the sea salt. And it was nice big chunks of salt too. None of this fucking granulate. I don't want any of that fucking thing that comes in the white and blue and red tub. You know the one that was always in your mum and dad's cupboard? You know, that shit sitting in the back with the best in the oxo cubes. I mean, it we have it in the cupboard because it is good for cooking. <coughs> yeah, the, is it low salt? Is that what it's called? Uh, Whatever. Just, it just says table salt. <laughs> oh, man. Just table salt. The one, none of that. I want, I want it to be crystallised. I want to take it out and I want it to be cutting my fingertips in bits. Because mm. it's like glass. And you drizzle that on on top of the fucking honeysuckle chips. 
Mm-hmm. We had like cheesy pasta. Nice. Shanna made it. Shanna does a I lot of cooking in the house. Pasta. Mainly because she's a control freak and doesn't actually let me cook. Shout out. <laughs> and then like she make she's like she's like, oh, can you make dinner tonight? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, I don't mind. I love mm-hmm. it. And she's like, that's so nice. Like you're a hell of a good often. cook. And I'm like, yeah, I should cook more often, but you don't let me. Like mainly because of timings. Like I'll get home from work later. Yeah. So it just makes sense. Yeah. But. I made like this ramen thing like last week. Oh, you sent me the recipe for it. A recipe, bruh. Bruh. It was honestly so good. Sounded amazing. And it was when we were both feeling pee shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just like, fucking, we'll have soup for dinner. That works. We'll go have soup. I made like a bag of curry. That was good. Good soup. Shanna makes a good curry. I love curry. Curry's so easy to make as well. So easy to make. I always thought it was so complicated, but I made like a butter chicken curry the other week. Oh, I'm telling you right now. I could have it every fucking night. Do you know what I realised? How easy it is to just cook chicken. Yeah. I know you don't eat as much chicken and stuff now, but see, before I started like actually paying attention to how I cooked, that shit was dry. That shit was like brown. You don't want your chicken brown. Like I no, don't know. What were you doing? I don't know. I have no idea. And then I started like paying attention to what I was doing. Like, it was just like oil in the pan, chuck the ki- chuck the chicken in. No, no, no. Take your time before that. Take your time. Enjoy the process. Add some more stuff in there. Don't just put the chicken in by itself. Mm-hmm. Throw some garlic in the pan first. Let the, mm. let the garlic golden a little bit. Then you chuck in the chicken. Mm. And then the chicken is cooking in with that garlic and the beautiful oil. Mm. And mm. all of that is just marinating together as it cooks. You're turning me on a little bit. You need to stop. Good. That's what this podcast has <laughs> all been about. <laughs> Took you thirty six weeks, <laughs> but we got there. At least, at least I have an episode. I have an episode title. Gary gets horny <laughs> for chicken. Ugh. Horny for chicken. Horny for chicken. <laughs> and somehow we got episode thirty six. <laughs> horny for chicken. Yes. Oh, I'm also wearing the cardigan. By the way. It is real nice. Like, see from here, I can tell it's like high quality. Like the texture of it from here, it's real nice. I looks like I know you paid a lot of money for it, but that looks the kind of thing I would like happily sleep in. Because it, it would just be comfortable. Comfy as shit. It's How do you wash scratchy. it? Yeah, I have not done that yet. I know, but have you not read the label? Mm-mm. That I would be terrified to wash that. I am. That's why I'm not going to. That's why you're just determined to not sweat. <laughs> Got inside pockets. What? A cardigan? Yeah. Who fucking made that? The fucking, fucking Swedish? Primo. <laughs> I don't primo. know what that is. So I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying it's Primo. Oh, okay, it, I thought it was like Primo was the name of the No, it's a brand. company called Universal Works. I don't right. know where they're from. They Sounds French. Sounds French to if me. If it's French, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at this point not even trying Universal to Universal Works, it sounds French to me. For some reason, I'm just getting that kind of French vibe of just like, you know, the Frenchy guy wearing like workwear, working down that. in the docks with like that, that type of blue as well for the camera you'll just see that it's black because my camera's really shitty and it's not high quality but it's like a dark navy blue I tried that that was a thing I did deliberately because I wear a lot of black yeah you do we all do but I'm trying to not wear as much black because I feel like we all do it I'm trying to like push the boundaries a little bro you know like trying to get trying to get out of it I like boundaries I like boundaries I mean yeah me too but I'm just saying he says in porn shorts that are barely covering his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I can see so much of your inner thigh. 
Is so it really the chicken that's turning you on? Let's be real here. So it's chicken legs. Man, these are some turkey legs more like you see inside these legs, fucking man. things. Come on. They're from England. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. It's <laughs> annoying. I really wanted it to be French. Taking it back. I really needed it to be French. English <laughs> And it comes back. And it comes back. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> nah. No. So where were you when it happened? I was in work. How did you find out? Did he walk in and tell you? By the way, sorry, mate. No, I was, I was refreshing Twitter like every fifteen minutes. Why? Because I needed to know. I knew, <laughs> I knew something was going to happen today. <laughs> and and like Grant was there, and I was like. It, it, it was before Richie came in. Mm-hmm. I was like, if this news gets announced any time between now and Richie getting in, He's not I'm in. going home. Because <laughs> I'm no dealing with it. So is Richie from the other side? He likes green. Right. He likes green. Okay. Um, and I, and he came in, it took a wee while, he realised what happened. Totally, and then just started the tearing, ah! tearing into me. And I was ah. like... Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, have we talked about the fact that Richie thinks that I am the older brother? No. But so, you know his reason for it? I do know his reason for it. It's still bullshit. Because he met your brother when he was younger. Uh-huh. So he met my so brother when my brother... in his head, he still thinks your brother is like the 17-year-old boy he met. It was fucking 14 years ago. I know. My brother is 31 years old. <laughs> but then he met you when... You were whatever age you were when you came into the barbershop. (laughs) Four years ago, whatever it was. (laughs) So in his mind, Ross is still younger. But I don't don't look old. Or I didn't four years ago. I mean, you got more grey hairs than your brother. That is true. I never even thought of that. Yeah, you do look a bit older than your brother. (laughs) Just like I got grey hairs doesn't mean I look old. Old is in the face. I just, when I shave... Do you moisturise? I don't... I, I go for a shower. <laughs> I don't moisturise either. It's <laughs> all good. The, the steam moisturises <laughs> my face. That's about it. No. Um, no, you don't look older. No, you don't. <laughs> Stop doing that. You don't look any older... Every time you see it, you, you look, look older, older than your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ross, it's finally happened, man. You're the younger brother now. God damn it, he's been waiting his entire life for that. <sighs> he's been waiting all of your life for that. So wait, what does that what does that mean for me if I'm the older brother now? Did I get to beat him up? He kicked the shit out of me when we were kids. Could you? He no. <laughs> One, he's shorter than me, so he has a lower centre of gravity. Two, he's built like the side of a fucking house. Can't be that much shorter than you. He is. My brother's taller my, than me. My brother's not pushing six foot. He's taller than me. It's not hard. That's <laughs> <laughs> not tough. Like, uh, I, you, you couldn't. Ross is, he's always been uh, solid. Hmm. It's probably the best way to put it. Like, I don't think in my entire life I ever managed to, like, knock him over. Stunning. You know, you're just, you're just wrestling in the house. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you grew up with a sister, so I don't know if you and Heather ever wrestled. 
We're wrestling. <laughs> so he's just like, he's just in the house just wrestling with your sibling, just throwing fucking days. throwing vases at each other and, and mm-hmm. grabbing wherever you can as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Never once did I knock that motherfucker over. I think if I took a good run now, potentially I could. Because I could build up some speed. I got some big legs. I'm like an ostrich. You got good momentum behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. And I can like throw the top half forward. Now there's a wee bit more weight in the top half. And I could use it as like a pendulum. And I think I think I could take him down. So I'm set. I'm set the challenge, bro. Oh, <laughs> if you hear this, I can't set wait. the gauntlet down. This is gonna be like the first video on our Patreon. <laughs> we'll set. We'll set up a fucking backyard wrestling ring. Oh uh, my god! Can we out the back? Can we actually? Oh, Get plenty of space, man. <laughs> Off the top turnbuckle, I would straight up try a four fifty telling you right now i'd be flipping off that motherfucker like i'm Rey mysterio i used to do flipping stuff when i was like a child i used to do gymnastics i reckon Did I, you? I reckon i could still do a front what with the ribbon <laughs> it's gymnastics <laughs> no it was with I falls a, under the umbrella of ribbon a long day no, a long one, emotional it was one day. of those it was one of those little trampolines a trampette Trumpet. Not quite a trampoline, trumpet. No, you played the trumpet, not the <laughs> trumpet. Uh, maybe that's just what it is. I've just been dyslexic my whole life. <laughs> no, a trumpet is like is it's a wee square trampoline, right? But it sits like that, so it's like a an fucking angle. trumpet. Is. I'm all I'm like I'm just out here being the literal guy that I am. If I think you don't know something, I'm going to fucking explain it right. That's the fucking part of the spectrum coming out of me. So I w- I, we had like those and like the the big horse thing that you jumped over on like mats and stuff. <coughs> Bro, I had medals. Like I was good at that shit. What jumping? <laughs> jumping, flips, uh, 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 d- dives, and like barrel rolls. I don't know what any of them were called, but like I was hella good. I I fucked myself up many times though. So I was, like, just can't <clears throat> imagine because in my I'm, head, like it's just a. S- Slightly smaller version of you, like <laughs> still looking like a right, pain mantis. Right, no, <laughs> like Benjamin Button, just a little bit smaller. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah. So I, I mean, I like tie your hair up. And I didn't, I didn't it. have any hair. I had a buzz cut like you. I had thin ass glasses like you did, but I didn't wear them obviously on the trampet. But I was like, I was a scrawny kid, so I could like curl up in a ball quite quickly and like let myself back out. So when I'm doing a front <laughs> flip. Ah, it's like a cocoon. Because you need to, when you're in the air, you tuck so you have momentum. And then you, because you need to land properly. <laughs> yeah, you need to present yourself at the end. Of, you never watch the gymnastics, bro. You need to present yourself at the end of it. What, the so ribbon? The, the flip, listen, the flip is only half the move. The flip, you do the flip, you know, you're good, right? But when you land, you need to be landing proper. Because if you land and you look like fucking jelly, you're done. You're out, right? <laughs> if you land, if you land, like. <laughs> If you land in your totem pole, right? You land in totem pole and you walk off, you're good. I did it through the BB, so we had to like... Oh, were you in the BB as well? I was in the boys' brigade, bro. Hey! hey. I was in the boys' brigade. That was what I did. We did gymnastics. In we didn't brigade. do the fucking boys' brigade. The gymnastics in the boys' brigade. We did boys' brigade gymnastics. We did the gymnastics in the boys' brigade. We played port and starboard. That was it. We did that fives. Horseshit. Five asides. Oh, it's class. I hated the BB. Yeah, me too. I didn't like the marching part. Somebody stole my tuck money. 
<gasps> and I, I told the, the leader. He is a guy, hardened criminal he, by this point. I told the like the leader and he told me I was talking nonsense. Uh, enabling. That is the culture we live in. That's like the last time I played football properly was when I was in a BB. I was maybe like eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there used to be like a five, yeah. like an indoor yeah. five aside. Sorry, that was twenty years ago. Shut up. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> twenty years ago wasn't the eighties anymore, bro. Twenty years ago was the early two thousands. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, I was uh, a. <laughs> we used to play at this like indoor fives pitch, which was made of concrete. It was the side of a church. <gasps> Concrete fives pitch. My dad played in a concrete fives pitch and snapped his Achilles tendon. Ooh. I just got fucking pelted in the face with the ball. <laughs> like, hardcore blasted in the face. There is nothing. I honestly don't think. I think it's on par with, like, crossing the street when a car is letting you pass and you're just so fucking bitch getting Rigid, across. Yeah. Getting hit in the face with a ball is possibly the most fucking bitch thing that could ever happen Because to there's you. nothing you can do to stop it, you know? Like, it's coming at your face. And like, there's no way you can pass it off as you being fine. Like, you just got fucking... You, you just got rattled. Canned. Like, your face is on fire. For the next 10 I minutes. I used to have to stand like that and your ears are ringing. You want to cry, but you can't cry because there's Actually, so just, many people around. Actually, just been hit with a fucking stun grenade. Yeah. It's horrible. There is Honestly, I think it is out there that there is nothing oh, more bitch. It fucking sucks, man. Because at least when you get hit in the balls, everybody else in the pitch goes, oh, and they all feel your pain. As soon as you get hit in the face, everybody laughing. And even if they don't <laughs> laugh, they go, and yeah, that's the worst sound to hear because that means you know they want to laugh, but they pity you so much for <laughs> not laughing. Not ah. Ah. <laughs> Childhood. That was the last time I played football. <laughs> that place is fucking rubble now, though. So blah. <laughs> <laughs> not that it was the place's fault. Like the place did nothing; it just existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I've, I still play fives every so often, but it's been a while since I have. I, I, do, like I, could. I do like it. I think I could play five. I need my glasses to see. Mm. I can take mine off. It's tough doing that. It's tough doing that. I usually, when, thankfully, when I played it last time, we kind of went like we had the color vests. So one team had like vests on. So I could just go, that's a color, not my team. Shirts and skins. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like middle of winter. We're not doing skins. <laughs> No hard enough. Just You're just no hard enough. That's all that is. Right, man, we're not for fucking Brighton. No, we're fucking hard enough. You'll never be for Brighton, don't you? Fucking, fucking think it. Enough. Right. We do the um, the playlist. The playlist. The yeah. Playlist. Um, yeah. Yes, we shall. I really enjoyed your choices this week. I yeah. thought they were really good. I enjoyed my choices too. That's why I put them up. <laughs> Uh, it was just because they were like all over the place again. They are pretty all and over the place. it was all stuff that I listen to quite regularly as well. Yeah. So it made me feel good. <laughs> First song I put on, it's a cover. Oh, is that a cover? It. Yeah. I, I heard it on Radio 6 last week. They were doing like a whole thing about this one song. Right, okay. Night of the Vampire, Ticey Gal. I'm pretty sure it's a cover. Maybe I heard it wrong. Right. Um, I'll look up. But it was, it's wild. Like, mm-hmm. it's just all over the place. Big fucking, like, guitar. Big guitar. 
just Ty Seagal. That's just that is yeah. just the vibe. And it, it was really cool, so I had to find it and just put it in a playlist anyway. And then like I thought, fuck it, it goes in this playlist also. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I, so I, it was written and released by Rocky Eric Rocky Erickson and the Aliens in 1980. So yeah. So that then this so that was the original. Sorry. Amazing. I knew I was right. <laughs> and then the next song is I N R I Hab in rehab. In rehab. Yeah. But if you were Christian or Catholic, you would be like I N R I because that's what was on the cross. What? When Jesus was crucified. Hold on. Yeah, there's a thing to it. Yeah, like it's not. It's not just them. So, like, you know, funky? when you see like a like a, a statue or a sculpture of like the crucifix. Uh huh. There's always like a like a, a wooden plaque above it, and it's I N R I. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Hold oh on. My God. I never realized that. I thought it was just them being like fucking weird spelling in rehab wrong, and rehab. Yeah. Wrong. So uh, it's generally thought to refer to, Jesus Nazarenus Rex. Ludurium, I've already forgotten all of the words. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. Oh, okay. So that's basically what that is. So it's like a play on that. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. In oh, rehab. I get it now. I get it. I N R I. Wow. You know, like that's clever. Uh, very, very clever. Keith Buckley is genius. Very, very, very clever. Out He's of a this fucking world. Genius. Clever. Um. I think I just said very genius. Very, ge- <laughs> very genius. The most fucking European thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, Keith Buckley, very genius. Oh well, my God, it's been such wrong. a long day. You're not wrong, it's fine. But anyway, this song is called In Rehab by Every Time I Die. Dallas Green. You know what took me years to realise that was Dallas Green? <laughs> me too. Um, and mainly because I watched the like the big dirty DVD and he was singing on it. Are you like, oh, yeah, okay. That's also a very funny DVD. I bet you've told me to watch it so many times. It's very you very have. funny, um, but it's just a good song. The lyrics are amazing. The guitar's yeah. amazing. I can actually play a guitar. Like I don't, I can't play many things on guitar, but I can play this one song on guitar. It's such a nice riff to play, though. Yeah, I love it. And then like. I just love everything about I it. Tied the devil to the tracks and hear the train come in. It bangs. That's Dope. all I need to say. <laughs> and this song is mathematics by most deaf. Like I'm not even saying anything else. Like nah, that song is just good. cool. Next, next <laughs> song is a uh, "Therefore I Am" by Billie Eilish. I I love this song. It's so good. It's... I love it so. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of Billie Eilish, and I'm not not a massive fan of Billie yeah. Eilish. Um, so, her tour manager is a man called Brian Marquis, or Marquis, who used to play in a hardcore band from Boston called Therefore I Am. Oh. Right? And it's obviously not, like, a little nod to him, but it's quite a nice, like, ah, ah. You know, because he's he's like, he's very a part of everything. Okay. Like all the documentaries and stuff about her, like he's in them all. Yeah. Because he's such a big part of her touring life, you yeah. know. Uh, but he was in that band. And I loved that band. Like 
His, I don't think I ever listened to them. His brother was a bass player in Vanna, and you know how much I love Vanna. You fucking loved Vanna, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like a cool little part of the like the music world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love this song. It's just cool. Yeah. I like the fact that like that at the time, a 17, 18-year-old girl was saying, you think you're the man, but because I think I am, yeah. get up here, I'm better than you. <laughs> I think that's really, really cool. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot of Billie Eilish that is ruined because of her age. Like, I've watched those documentaries and she just comes across a bit brattish and she uh-huh. comes across a bit, like, like a teenager. Yeah. Which is fair enough because she is. Yeah. <clears throat> which makes it hard. But then I, I take myself out of the situation and realise she is just a young girl who is being thrust into this. Yeah, it's like, it's like you always see with, like, child stars. Like, I yeah. know she's not, she's obviously not, like, a child, child. No, no. But when you see, like child stars and they just fucking drop off like your Amanda Bynes of the world your Macaulay Culkins mm-hmm, like yeah. when they get thrusted into like that level of fame and that level of the spotlight mm. it fucking it takes a really solid person to be able to navigate that and come out the other side relatively unscathed and I think the thing with her is she obviously like like we were saying last week she comes up in this generation that is kind of a bit more aware Mm-hmm. socially of everything that's yep. going on yeah and i i do feel like a little bit she plays into it not to say that what she's feeling isn't the thing mm-hmm. that she's feeling and it's not any less valid i just feel like the way that she did the things in that documentary really 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 grated on me mm-hmm. but i can't take away from her enormous amount of talent yeah she's yeah, she's, in, she's insane she's incredible like her and her brother what a team like they're cool like they work it's great and this song is just sick i love the way she does that weird like sing speak thing yeah it just it's really cool i i was actually reminded by the song um by like some tiktok guy called max frost or something oh yeah 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 the guy that does like the gorillas cover do this him. so he did Pink Floyd covering this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that version was amazing. So but it, it made good. me like remember how much I loved the original. So I was yeah. like, great, I'm going to stick that on this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. And also this playlist is very male heavy. <clears throat> so I'm like trying to bring a little bit of like female representation. As a bit. I try my best. As a bit. Um, we've we've thrown some in, but there's there's a sprinkling, but that's a There's a bit. sprinkling, yeah. There <laughs> needs to be a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But the next song is... Uh, Again, by another like female artist, Best Coast. Yeah. Bethany Constantino, my indie rock crush. <laughs> I have had like the biggest crush on her for as long as I have known who Best Coast are. <laughs> like I really, really have. I, and I just love this song. It's such a simple song, feeling okay. Uh-huh. The lyrics are very I don't know, they're just very nice. Uh-huh. You've sent I can't, I'm sure you sent me one of her albums at one point. Probably, and you've probably even listened to it because it falls under the same sort of things that you like anyway. And also because you sent me it, and I am not a piece of shit like you, and I, I will actually listen to the stuff you sent. Yeah, me. okay, cool, whatever. But the song I love, like, I think it's cool. Crazy for you. You definitely sent me that because I recognise that album cover. Oh, everyone knows that. <clears throat> I wanna be your boyfriend. I wish I was your boyfriend. I love you to the very end. That, that song. I'm, I'm Everyone kind of knows perfect that. Perfect rendition. That's perfect rendition. That's my beer. That's your beer. Yeah. That's my beer. Um, 
But no, I I love that song. I love mm-hmm. Anthony Constantino. It's all good. It's all good. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. So it's up to you. <laughs> Look at this. Just the patriarchy on show. Everything's a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am the I am the problem. You are the problem. I am the problem. Don't forget it. The first song is change yourself. One of the new drug church songs. So Drug Church brought out two new songs. I think it was actually yesterday, the day before. Um, <coughs> Drug Church's last album, which I forgot the name of. Cheer. Wait, cheer. It's, how'd you, you, just, you just bring it out. I've been thinking of that all day and I never thought to just look at it on Spotify. But <laughs> <laughs> When you were putting this song on from Spotify. <laughs> so Cheer was like one of my favourite albums from like 2019 or whatever it, it was. It came out. It's fucking amazing. It's like they they have drug church have they're they're like counterparts in my eyes. They have a formula, right? They don't stray too far. And it works. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time a lot of the time I find with, with artists or bands, when they have a formula and they stick too hard to it and then they get stuck there. Yeah. And then everything gets stale from then on. Drug Church and Counterparts for me have that formula, but every time they manage to make it enough for it to be, or to change it enough, sorry, to still be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, Counterparts, like, album after album, I still, I started listening to Counterparts when they brought out The Current Will Carry Us. It was the first album I heard mm-hmm. with, um, I can't remember the name of the songs, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was when, like, Rainfalls the first big, became a thing. One. Was it? I because I, I remember I fucking hate myself. That yeah, because we used to talk about counterparts being like an influence when we first started as Rainforest. Absolutely. And ever since then, I have still there was like one album in the middle I didn't I listen to that much. Remember <clears throat> when we first started as a band? Uh-huh. We had a song that had like this really like chuggy two-step bit. Uh huh. That had like it almost sounds like what was the first album called? The very first album, Isolation. Yeah, there was a bit on it that just reminded me so much of one of their songs, and it was like I think the song literally went Daniel, and that was the uh, the bit, and on, it went into a two step part. But at the time, that's what every counterpart song did. You know, so like, it went like what Daniel. <laughs> And we have a... Sorry, the name was... The album was Prophets. There's a song on it called Isolation. But I don't remember what that song was that we wrote. I don't think we ever recorded it. Oh, there's there's been a lot. There's been a lot. Mm-hmm. I would love to go back and actually look at what we have. Like, on Bandcamp. Because I haven't Bandcamp? done that in a while. We've got... I could tell you. Because I remember. Because I recorded them all. We've got oh. Live Free, uh-huh. Too Little Too Late, whatever the first one was called on that three-track EP we brought out. We've got Broken, we've got Holding Out for a Change, Winter, Spring, Summer, Autumn. There's so much in here. I think. And then the acoustic ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was, the, what was the, the first one that was on that like three-track, the first three-track EP? Don't tell me. I need to remember it. The one that Rob Tennant bro- wrote? Yeah, shout out Rob Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that entire song. <laughs> 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 that 
What? I can't remember. It's not coming to me. Breakout. Breakout. So it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Ah, man. Anyway. Terrible band. Who? Who are we talking about? So Drug Church really have a formula. And then this song fits that formula, but it's different enough for it to still be fucking amazing. And <clears> Ian, <throat> Ian Patrick Shelton, who is the drummer for Regional Justice Centre and the vocalist for Military Gun, directed the video. So it was ah. like a nice connection, because I really like Ian Patrick Shelton. I think he's fucking, he's heavy talented in, in what he does. Um, but I just think drug, drug church are just really fucking cool. Yeah, cool. They, they pull from like the stuff that we loved as kids. Like I hear, like I hate to say it, when I was a child, I loved Creed. Right? Drug church loved Creed. Let's be real. They loved Creed. They loved puddle of mud. <laughs> and they fucking loved Nirvana. And somehow they I'm brought going that to, into I'm, the twenty first century. I'm going to tweet at them later on. Good, just quotations you saying that. And the vocalist, who is the guy from Self Defense Family, will come back and say, "Of course, Creed are fire." Arms wide open. Mhm. <sighs> mhm. Telling you, man. So, Drug Church are amazing. Their new stuff is amazing. They have a new album out in March, and I am fucking. What's the song called? Uh, million miles of fun. There we go. Just keep me right. <laughs> the next song I've got is Riot Exclamation Point by L Sweatshirt, which is just a vibe. It is a vibe. There is no rap, no rapping in it. There's no words in it. It is just just the nicest wee guitar lick with just like the drums getting cut in and out in the background. Oh. It's amazing. It's like the kind of shit it's, that you want to listen to when you're going out fucking skateboarding. It is nice and because that vibing. that EP, that album, whatever he's calling it, like some rap songs. Yeah, like his flow on it is so lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. so monotonous at points uh-huh. and just long and drawn out, and it does. It gets up and down. I guess up and down, and it's interesting enough to keep you there. Oh yeah. But then you hear that song on it, and you're just like, <laughs> refresh. Like, I would listen to a whole album that sounds like that. Absolutely. A whole album that would sound like that. Absolutely. And I'm sure you could find one that sounds exactly like Probably. that. Probably. And I expect to hear it tomorrow morning when you send it to me. <laughs> By the way, That'll be my night this today. slaps. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go back at our text chain and just see how much it's just like, listen to this. Listen to this. This, listen this bags. <laughs> Especially because, like, was it last week you put that Stanley Epica song on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all I've done is listen to that album. Like, I've listened to it so much. I had it on again today in the shop. Yeah. Just to let it go onto the radio station. Yeah, yeah, it follows. Because it's so good. Yeah, he's a a fucking great artist. He actually did... I think I mentioned it last week that he he did the DJ set at the Doomsday. Yeah, you did. uh, In San Francisco. And NTS Radio played it on Tuesday they actually played like the whole set on one of their one of their shows and it was fucking excellent That's man cool. so he threw in some like obviously a lot of, like 
MF Doom remixes and then he threw in something like Mad Lib stuff and then he had some of his own mm. like kind of like obviously Doom inspired stuff it's fucking excellent man I keep seeing I am keep waiting for NTS to put it on the app so I can listen so please NTS <laughs> hear me out, put it please. on <laughs> so the next song just speaking of MF Doom the next song is oh, surprise rock- surprise Craig put another song with MF Doom <laughs> sampling on it or featuring on it mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I put on Rock Cocaine Flow by Della Soul, which, which might be one of my favorite Della Soul songs. It's so because it's so it's unlike Della Soul. Yeah, it's a completely different. It's a completely different type of beat. It's a completely different type of flow that they've got, like wacky and silly the way that they usually are. Yeah. Like, like three foot high and rising, like or three feet high and rising. Like uh-huh. that's a bit silly. <laughs> you know, it's a silly album. And it's the way that the, it's the, it's the way that the the. Um, sample actually like slows and speeds up. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And then it goes back into the beat, and it just boom. keeps going. Boom! Oh, it's fucking boom. fire. It's so good, man. They actually performed it like whenever it came out, fucking years ago. I think it was on like a fucking late night TV show. Uh-huh. And MF Doom comes out. He came out. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, so it's good. so cool. <laughs> Because so like cool. it's, you don't see much of that like televised event that no. MF Doom was involved in because he was so fucking like Mysterious. underground and didn't <laughs> want to be involved in that kind <laughs> of shit. Just to hide away. <clears throat> so when you actually see it, it's like a it's like a moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't happen very often. Had, like, it's like seeing the, a fucking blood The theories of like whenever you would play live, it wouldn't be him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sometimes you sent it like. Hannibal Buress <laughs> apparently was like one of like the standards. Have you, have you seen the video of when he got like unmasked and it was Hannibal? No. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll say yeah, it. that. Yeah, that's amazing. Was, like, I think it was like an adult swim or festival. Okay. So obviously it's like he's involved in that shit with like yeah. the Eric Andre show and stuff. So like somebody comes out and there's like like or like MF Doom comes out and there's somebody else on the stage looking at the side. It's like yo yo yo, who the fuck is this? And they take the mask off and it's Hannibal. That's Hannibal so man. So good. <laughs> um, the next, the next two actually that I have here, I picked them particularly because there's like a section in each of them. There's just like a bit of one of the verses that every time I hear it, I'm just like, those lyrics are so fucking good. So the first one I've picked is Buku Bread Company by Scallops Hotel. Scallops Hotel is Milo, Rap Ferreira. However, else he goes by the is same. He like Blue or Exile or <coughs> one of those guys. Is he that as well? Like, you know, like Blue and Exile. Blue and Exile. No, is that him as well? No. no. Why do they sound similar? <laughs> I don't know. They do sound similar. They do a bit. Nah, it's not the same guy. No, no. Telling you, man. I thought I was onto something. So, Buku Bread. Uh, the lyrics. I actually wrote them down because I was like, I need fucking. I need just like say them out loud. So. I too step when there's a glitch in the matrix, ham bone through the fabric of space-time. My mind is not a radio broadcasting. Pull up the collar on my London fog. Rap is all monologue. That's cool. Where? Where? How? That two step when a when there's a glitch, there's in, a the glitch in the matrix. I was like walking around and I was listening. To, I got like to listen to him before I get here. Yeah. And like that bit caught me off guard, and I was like. I, I two step when there's a glitch in the matrix and I was like oh I'm in and then you hear the rest of it and you're just like I think it's because right, like man. the way he actually says the line it's kind of off the beat so it's almost like he is acting as the glitch, glitch in the, in the matrix, matrix the way yeah. he's saying it so that stands out so much compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the flow it's, on the song it's really interesting <clears throat> and like I really 
I used to be so guilty of this when I was younger, and I used to think that, like, rap wasn't meaningful in yeah. any sort of way, you know, because yeah. I was like, oh, metal! <laughs> Bullet for my Valentine! Yeah, and then, like, you grow up and you actually listen to stuff, and you're like, oh my god, these people are actually putting, like, time effort into this, you Thinking know? Thinking about insane. that. This is, this is their, like, livelihood. This is their fucking blood. You yeah, good? You good crap? insane. Yeah, we better. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> Low crap? We're all good. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know how much of a fucking fan I am of, of uh, my little rat Ferreira, Scallops Hotel. <clears throat> Everything else he has. Um, I think he's an incredible fucking artist. He's well ahead of his time. Um, he, for his last album, he had like a full fucking virtual reality setup. Where he had like he had like a cafe, like a virtual reality cafe built. Like he hadn't released the album yet, and he put out hints on what the password was. And I spent like two hours one night, like the fucking dork I am, like in or like decrypting his fucking codes and shit. What? And got into the cafe. And it was like you walked around the cafe. I just did it on my phone. You walk around the cafe and everywhere you went to had like clips of the songs from the new album that was coming out and it had like um kind of background information around the songs and what Mm. it was all about because it was all about is it bob kaufman i think it was like a famous poet right and this whole album's basically like dedicated to bob kaufman because he he often says like what does what is he going by on that is it scallops hotel uh, rat ferreira yeah i'm just gonna find that right now and i'm gonna save that um like I think it's I think the album's called Bob's Bob Son, Son. Yeah. so it's all about Bob Kaufman. Um, so there's like kind of sprinklings in the cafe, <clears throat> all about like Bob Kaufman's life and how he's influenced the album and how he's influenced Milo's life and his his artistry wow. and stuff. It was it was fucking excellent, man. It was like That's cool. to see somebody put that much time and effort into their craft because yeah. he's like he's not your regular like LA guy. He's based out somewhere fucking off. He's not in the mainstream place where you would go to get your shit known like he's based in the fucking weirdest state in america <laughs> see, he has his own out. he has his own like fucking is it maine i think he's based in maine is he kind of jumping out so he's just like doing it himself running everything by himself having a family running his own record company ruby at records like does it all himself and he just pumps out content albums everything i think he's a fucking excellent, excellent artist. Oh, his origin is wisconsin nice <laughs> he's born in chicago though chai town shut down he's only 29 wow what he's, he is our age also feria or ferreira whatever he's like that's his last name oh is it rory allen philip rap <laughs> oh, that was like real time mind being like <laughs> rap. That's insane. Cool. I love this guy so much. Oh my. <laughs> His Instagram name used to also be Rory Farted, and I loved it. <laughs> it used to crack me up every time I saw it. Now That's he's like insane. weird cat science or something, I think he's called now. Yeah. Or hip cat science. Anyway. Wow. Uh, he's awesome. 
Um, I really fuck with that guy. He's an incredible artist. Incredible I was musician. watching, you know, those uh, Amoeba music, like the mm-hmm. record store in America. Mm-hmm. What's in my bag thing? Lucy Dacus was on it. Right. I love Lucy Dacus. I think she's brilliant. Uh-huh. And uh, she actually picked out a Milo album. Oh, really? Uh, that was going for $300. Holy shit. It was uh, So the Flies Don't Come. Yeah. That was like, uh, his, I think that was the one that made them like boom. Like, yeah, 2015. Like, she's like, I wish I could afford to buy this. <laughs> because it's insane. But she just picked it up and was like, yeah, this is cool. Like, is, I just want to let you know, this is cool. That whole album fucking, that's actually, that, I mean, that album's got fucking Boy from Future Islands on it. Hemlock Ernst as he like goes Hemlock. by. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, the next one I've got, or my last one I've got, is Indian Summer by Armand Hammer uh, and the Alchemist. <clears throat> so Armand Hammer are, oh, we've talked about it before, Billy Woods and Uslid, I think that's how you say his name, who also has a project with Milo. I'm <laughs> just touching tips, they actually are. Nostrum Grocers <clears throat> is the, them two together. Oh, yeah. um, but Indian Summer, again, has this, like, it's Uslid euclid i don't know how you say his fucking name but he has this like he has this um part of his verse that every time i hear it it fucking blows my mind um so i wrote it down again obviously i will butcher it because i'm not getting the fucking flow right but just the the rhyming pattern fucking fries me so it's pineapple spears on the bias high science spiritual alliances it's a vibrate gene splice kettle whistle quadri ismail the missile Sky face wistful had a fistful of fucks ground to the gristle. How? <laughs> I couldn't even think of that many words, you know? Like, that's what really gets me about rap is, like, especially listening to stuff like MF Doom where it's, like, super onomatopoeic, you know? Uh-huh. Like, everything he says has, like, a proper sound to it. Yeah. And he so somehow makes it make sense. And, like, that's what's happened there. Like, there's that thing... I can't remember where it is or what's on I don't know it's from Oldie I think uh-huh. and it's like the rhyme part of Errol Sweatshirt's yep. verse on it All and it's like coded. red rhymes green is something else yellow is something else and like <clears throat> the whole thing is literally just like <laughs> highlighted because yeah. he tied everything in yeah. like <clears throat> like tipping over like, tipping over vases with a Tommy gun that's that yeah. is one of the lines from it every time that fucking gets me going like people always like harp back to like singer songwriters you know is like you know like all the old ones like oh bob dylan and yeah, like yeah, yeah. david bowie and like you know like not david bowie well, like, bob dylan they're all whatever you yeah. know but like people always go oh, these guys these guys really they knew what they're talking about because it wasn't white. for them it wasn't music because they were blah, white blah. yeah of course but then you like i could just look at rap on like an absolute like objective level not mm-hmm. even subjective like is it good or is it bad like objectively they wrote some of the most amazing verses of poetry <laughs> like because it is like and of course there is subjective parts to that where people are like is it good is it shit yeah who knows i think the sometimes p- maybe good sometimes <laughs> maybe shit <laughs> i think the problem that a lot of like people it might not be our, necessarily our generation, but like older generations where they, they don't connect with rap music is because the rap music that was kind of presented to them through music channels, radio, was all the popular stuff. Yeah. So like popular rap in my eyes is horseshit, the same way that popular pop music is horseshit. Because yeah. let's be honest, if it's on the radio, the popular radio stations, most of the time, 
it is proper dog shit. It's going to make money. That's literally because they, what they, it's they, for. they play the things that worked in the formula. Exactly. And that's that is all it's for. It's going to make them money. It's mm-hmm. going to please people. That's all it's for. But if you break it down from a musical and an artist standpoint, it is dog shit. Justin Bieber had a fucking huge song two years ago, and he literally just said "yum" over and fucking over again. I believe the song was called "Yummy," and it made me fucking furious every time I fucking heard it. Right? So, but the problem, no, put that don't, on. don't. Let me get that yummy, no, yummy, no, yummy. No. We should be holding no. these artists for ransom, saying, "Yo, if you think that will fucking." fly here na 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 write something be better man look if justin bieber's good enough to get luda on a song you know <sighs> ludicrous is what's saying tight what was i saying right so if you're what, what what the older generation saw was the gangster rap was i'm gonna shoot that motherfucker because that yeah. was what was popping on the radio <clears throat> yeah so they immediately went oh rap black people Oh, mm. not cool. Nah, bro. <laughs> You've literally seen the top layer. Like, we have seen the fucking Katy Perry of rap music. <laughs> dog shit. Obviously, dog shit. Because it's supposed to be there to sell fucking records. It's yeah, supposed course. to be there to make money. Cool. Yeah. But what you're not doing is you're not going, actually, that artist that is dog shit, he's probably had some good stuff. A lot of the shit that you hear on the radio by Snoop Dogg, dog shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Dog shit. Snoop Dogg shit, but a lot of his fucking earlier stuff slapped. Oh yeah, of course. I mean the shit he did with Doctor Dre in the Chronic. God damn. The issue is when artists <clears throat> make money, unfortunately. Yeah. And obviously artists should be paid for their craft, but when they make money, all they really want is more. Yes. You know, so that's like when it's it's really hard to just maintain some form of like integrity because you're like best example oh, fuck, i need to make money i need to make money best example that has come out literally just happened right we all know at least in this country and in the uk as soon as ed sheeran brings anything out it's going to top the charts mm-hmm. right now i have no problems with ed sheeran ed sheeran knows how to write songs and let's be honest a lot of them <laughs> bang right so i thought you know what I'll give his new album a shot. I don't mind him. Fuck it. Why not? That motherfucker phoned in for that album. Oh, he did. That song's Bad Habits. fucking horse shit. He phoned, he slept that entire fucking time he did that album. And that is exactly what you're saying there. He's making so much goddamn cash because he knows that this is going to be played at every fucking wedding for the next five years. Mm -hmm. It is dog shit. Yeah, I mean, second I would time, argue... Second time we have straight up called Ed Sheeran out. Yo, dog shit. <laughs> Is it the second time? You did, it, you did it like episode fucking like four. <laughs> I mean, I stand by it. I think he is dog shit and I don't enjoy his music. Yeah, and then you have you have fucking Ulysses, Pineapple Spears on the bias, high science, spiritual alliances. It's a vibe, right? Gene Splice, Kettle Whistle. Quadri Ismail the Missile. Sky Wistful had a fist full of fucks ground to the gristle. Bro. Heated. <sighs> Music is so good and so dog shit at the same time. It's, it's tough. It. It's tough going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why am I getting so mad again? I don't know. Wait, let's just fucking call it because I can't take this. It's too late at night. <laughs> we need to stop. But I do think next week we should make a real conscious effort to put on some of our female artists that we adore. Okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. That works. I mean, Ariana Grande's in there, so I will put on another five Ariana Grande. Yeah, then I you'll put on like Grande. Becky Hill or whatever the fuck it was. Becky Hill, uh, Lizzo, Caroline Smith. Yeah, but Doja Cat on. Doja Cat's cool. Doja Cat and Scissor are on there. Mm-hmm. You've already done that, I'm sure. I did? Yeah. Doja Cat is Doja. fucking fire. But anyway, before Craig loses his fucking mind over Ed Sheeran. I have. I lost my mind of it it's six time months to go. ago, bro. It's time to go. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck am I? Okay, this has been episode 36. Goodbye. We love you. Goodbye. I love you. I love you too, man.